Hi, welcome to Business Power Hour. This is my live panel discussion show for entrepreneurs. We're here every Thursday at 2 p.m. with a different panel of experts. And we're going to spill some tea, y'all, today. We have some, I think we're going to have some spicy, we were talking behind the scenes. I think there's some spicy takes about to be happening today about investing in your business, how to figure out what to invest in, how to know if something's a good investment, all of those type of things. But before we get into that, let me let our panel introduce themselves. I am Faith Mariah. For those of you that don't know me, I know there's a lot of new people around. Like, Welcome. If you're new, we're very happy that you're here. I am a business expert, marketing expert, mindset, personal development person, all the things. And I run the Becoming Boss Mastermind where we offer affordable business coaching, community challenges, and just support for people that are really looking to take their business to six figures and beyond. So that's a little bit about me and what I do. Who wants to go next? Yeah. My name is Heather Ritchie and I am a certified content marketing strategist and SEO content writer. I'm also a guess you'd say a coach for content creators to help them start and grow successful businesses. So I've been doing this for about six or seven years and I have definitely made a lot of investments over time in courses and things, but um, some good, some bad. So we'll get into that. But I do have something free for you guys today. And that's going to be my blog post checklist, because since I'm an SEO content writer, that's that's really something I do well. And it will help you guys write blog posts and tell you where to put your keywords, what to do before and after you publish a post and all that good stuff. Yay, your Wi-Fi froze while you were talking. I was like, yeah. oh no, I thought for a second it was it did. <laughs> I got fully kicked off like one of the live streams we were doing. There's like half of it where I'm just not here for because our power why, went out. <laughs> why, why, why would it why would it not? Yeah, just why would it all work? <laughs> it didn't for any talking before, just when you introduce yourself. Of course. No, naturally. Yeah. So go ahead and do your intro again. Tell everybody who you are now that we Sorry. got the tech gods on our side. Okay, so I'm still Suli. I'm still a romance travel advisor. Um, but what I did was um, when I launched my own business, I realized that I could go in so many different directions. And I realized that travel actually can be a really, really awesome tool to grow your business, which is something that I didn't even think about until I really dove deep. So it's really kind of like branching me out into different directions. That's really awesome. I'm so excited to talk to you more about that. You have a free thing you want to promo? Uh, you know I do. So yeah. I have a um a retreat planning calendar because Ooh. one of the things that I love is the idea of working one-on-one -on -one with clients because how many of us really go, you know, if I could just speak to the clients like me, myself, and I and really get you to understand something. I could really get you to get what I what it is that I'm selling. Um, and a retreat is really the best way to do that. So I have a retreat planning calendar that's specifically to design to help you plan one of those. And I'll talk more about that, you know, as we go. Awesome. Awesome. So I wanted to have you guys on and just talk about, I feel like we hear all the time, like you've got to invest in your business, you've got to invest in yourself. And, but then it's like, well, how do you know what to invest in? There's so much stuff. It is like, I mean, unlimited, right? I feel like on online of like how much stuff there is to buy, how much stuff there is to purchase, how much stuff is always, it's like everybody's always doing a launch. There's always some sexy big launch, right? I feel like I'm always like watching like, ooh, I kind of want that, right? And so I'd love to hear from you guys like about how you navigate that and like what's your process for deciding like, yes, I want to buy it or no, I don't want to buy it. Or like, maybe not right now. That's the other option too, is like, it doesn't always have to be like, no, I don't ever want it. It's like, but maybe not right now. So I hope she comes back with her poor little <laughs> internet. But if not, we'll just let Heather go first. <laughs> so I am a serial course hoarder. And I found myself in the beginning, I kind of didn't want to invest. But then I realized I did need to invest in my business. And so it's one of those things where I feel like you really have to know what your goals are. So like when I first started my business, my mainstream of income was my freelance writing and SEO. And I was also working on my blog. So I was trying to sign up for resources that would help me with one or both of those areas. So that's what you really need to focus on, I feel like, because so many people get stuck 
with wanting to buy all these courses or resources and then they get stuck in that learning mode which i mean i did too because you're almost afraid to start doing the implementing because then you're going to have to do the real work and it's really scary because what if you fail but you just have yeah. to jump in that's a really good point and i see that a lot especially in the mastermind we talk about this all the time but it's like that overconsumption, right it's like over listening to podcasts, listening to all the things, watching all the things, doing all the courses, but you're actually not outputting that much or putting that much stuff out. Right. And so I always try to like get people to balance that. Like you need to be balancing your consumption with what you're consuming with your output. And if you're consuming things, like you still have to do the work of like doing things in your business. Right. So the other thing I always tell people to kind of counteract some of that is like, you've got to act like a business owner, right? So I live off my business, my partner and I rely on the income I make my team, we, we pay probably a dozen contractors every month in my business, not full time, but they get money from us every month that they count on right as part of their money for the month. And it's not like I can be like, Oh, sorry, guys, I was taking a course all month and like didn't send any email or post or do anything. It's like, no, I still have to do revenue generating activity in the business. And like, I do want to learn. And like, I always want to be a better marketer, a better coach. I want my offers to get better and better. I want my teaching to get better and better. And those are skills I have to learn in addition to the revenue generating activities that I have to do. It's not like I can just like be like, oh, I'm going to take a certification and learn how to coach. So I'm just not going to like do the things I know will grow the business. Right. And so I would really challenge you guys that are listening, like how much are you consuming and how much are you producing? Right. And then can you challenge yourself to get your production level up and make sure that you're doing the things you need to be doing and not just the consuming of the courses and the listening to all the things, which I'm a nerd, like we love doing, right? No, I'm totally guilty of doing that. That's I learned the hard way that I need to stop. I have to like put post-its all over the place yeah. to tell myself we don't need to buy. Oh, I don't think she's going to make it with her poor little Wi-Fi. Yes, I know. I feel really bad. I'm like, I don't think she's going to make it with her poor little internet connection. I think it might be the Heather Ritchie show today. Y'all. Yeah, Heather Ritchie. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm like the, the last guest standing, the Heather. <laughs> Thank you. My solo performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that you said that. And that's a good point. I'm going to give her one more try. I'm going to bring her on one more time. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. I know. Girl, I don't know if your internet connection is going to make it. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to try bringing you on one more time. Let me see. We'll do one more. Show. We need to let her go. It's going to bring her back. Here she comes. I am so sorry. It's not your fault. It's just I have no idea what's going on. I'm not even on my actual Wi-Fi anymore. I'm literally using my phone's hotspot. Like, oh, I, I like it. She's like, I'm like, she's like, I'm like MacGyvering internet what over here. I'm like building me? a satellite. <laughs> what do you want from me? Okay, so that's where we can invest in. Make sure you invest in some good Wi-Fi and yeah. some good, you know, quality <laughs> connectivity. It Bring it back around. <laughs> Tie it back together. <sighs> Sorry, guys. No, you're totally fine. You're, trust me, this stuff happens all yes. the time. It's like everybody, every, nobody watching here is judging you. We've all had like tech <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. So I would love to hear from you. We were just talking. I asked Heather, I was like, what's your process for deciding what to buy? Like, and do, do you buy it now? Do you wait? Do you decide not to buy? Like, I would love to hear from you. Like, what's your process like when you see a program and you're trying to figure out, should I pay? the money for this? Or should I keep my money in my bank account? Like, how do you kind of make that decision? What's your kind of process for doing that? So what I do is after trial and error, I realize that I ask myself one question, will this save me time? Time is my most valuable possession. I don't have enough time between work and the business and the family so I make sure that I ask myself that question. If whatever it is that I'm investing in will save me time, you know, I might have to put a little bit of time in the beginning, but eventually it'll, it'll buy me time on the, on the long end or on the end, then it's definitely worth looking into or taking the time to do now so that it can save me the time later. And I think that yeah. that has really changed my business because now that I can 
do this automation, or I've learned how to do X, Y, Z, which saves me time on that end. I can focus on bringing in the income and doing the, you know, what I have to do for my business to grow because I've, I've chose, I've, I've, I've picked the things that are going to help me save time. Yeah, I, this is a really good discussion to have too, because I think it's important for you guys listening to understand like you're going to be in different seasons, right? So some of y'all are starting and you're, you, some of you have more time than money, right? So your most valuable asset might not be time. It might be money, right? It might be like, we're in bootstrapping season. Like we don't have a ton of money to invest, but you have extra time, right? And that might be a season where you're, having to teach yourself things and you're having to Google things and you're having to maybe do work exchanges with people to try to get them to teach you things and to learn things and to get experience. And you're like going to like YouTube university after hours. Right. And then at a certain point, it kind of starts to switch and you kind of graduate and your time becomes more valuable when you're an entrepreneur. Right. Because it's like, once you understand how to make money, you're like, okay, well, let me take my time and like do the things that make money. All of a sudden your time becomes more valuable. But this is like, and I'm going to say this in the nicest, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Okay. Nobody get mad at me. (laughs) When you guys are just starting and you don't have very many skills, like your time as an entrepreneur is not that valuable in your Mm -hmm. own business. It's like, if, even if you had, if you don't know how to make money, if you had a thousands of hours, that doesn't create money for you right and so when you're just starting your time's not actually super valuable it's so like that's really- kind of what happened to me you know when yeah. I first started I was just like I'll do this I'll do that I'll do this I'll do that and I realized I had all the time to do everything and then I realized I don't have the time to do everything and that's yeah. kind of where you get a little overwhelmed because you think I need all of this I need to learn everything you do all right of the things, right yeah. they're like i gotta do tiktok i gotta do pinterest yes. i gotta do email i gotta do a podcast it. it's like the people you guys see with these big ecosystems i'm always saying this about my business i'm like people are like you're doing like so much because we do so many live events we're doing bundles we're doing stuff for the mastermind we're doing stuff for my business i'm like speaking and like but like i have a team of people mm-hmm. right it's not like i'm by myself doing all of this so you guys want to make sure too you're not comparing your baby business to like a, somebody with a bigger business that's been that's doing so easy it. to do so easy to do right especially because yes. I a lot of you guys know my team because they're the best and they teach in the mastermind but if I didn't have the mastermind and they didn't teach in there you guys wouldn't know they exist so like most people you guys see with these big businesses you got to just remember that like oh they have a yeah they have a podcast and they're on Pinterest and they're on TikTok and they're they have a, usually a team of people that's like putting all of the places, all of the things. So anyway, I think that's a good point of like just staying focused and then knowing what's your most valuable asset. Is it time or is it money? Like, I think that's a really good thing to know. I'd love to hear from you guys. What do you think are like investing green flags and red flags? So if you're trying to decide what to look for, or you're like trying to decide, should I buy this? Should I not? Should I get this software? Should I get this coaching program? Should I do a mastermind? Like you're trying to decide where to spend your money and and what to do. And you're maybe researching. What are some things people should look for that would be like, no, that's a no for me. Like these things usually don't work out that well. Like what are your red flags? And then what are your green flags where you're like, yeah, this, this um, seems like a good investment. Like how do you figure that out and what are things you think people should look for can i spin real quick though before we change topics to go back yeah so another thing that you want to look for when you're looking at buying courses and things i just dropped a lot of money on a course that's going to help me build my shopify store that goal has been on my list for a year but here's here's what i had to figure out really i technically didn't have the money i'm going to have to really work hard to generate the money but the course is going up five hundred dollars in october and it will continue to go up so that's something else too you have to look at yeah if you absolutely don't have the money you can't eat that's not a good idea yeah don't do that (laughs) don't do that never do that but i mean you may i'm gonna have to get creative and hold some flash sales and do some different things but opening a shopify store is not easy i know i'm gonna need help with that and this is a really good course on that so yeah. That's what I wanted to and knowing your that. strengths too of like, oh, this is something I can just figure out on my own versus I suck at this and I'm bad at it. And like, I need help. Right. This is how I ended up hiring Kate Doster. Cause I just felt like 
my copywriting wasn't good. And I was like, I could only kind of write. I The only way I knew how to write was just to write <laughs> the emails like they were my personal friends. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're in a new season of business. We have a very big email list now. Like we really need to like start learning how to kind of write at a higher level and communicate at a higher level than I was. And I found Kate and Kate, you got a lot of you guys know my friend, Kate Doster. She's amazing. She's amazing. Copyright coach, email coach. Um, and I ended up hiring her. She was like my first one-on-one coach I ever hired. Um, but that was like something where I was like, I hate this. Like reading a book about copywriting, like even thinking about that now makes me want to die. It's like, I don't want to teach myself that. Like that just seems so boring. But like learning from Kate, like she makes it really fun and she's like really silly and goofy and like more like kind of like my personality, right? And so it was worth it for me to pay her because I was like me learning this on my own like, yeah, I could do it. And the information is all online. Almost anything you guys want to learn is online for free. Exactly. Like, that's just the reality. But it's like, but trying to make myself like study copywriting, I was like, eh, like, no, thank you. No. <laughs> or like trying to teach yourself how to do Shopify. It's like, eh, like, I'm not going to do yeah, that. No. That sounds like a nightmare, right? right? So that's a good tip. Like buy, invest in things that sound like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, invest in well, things that well, sound like a nightmare. You just and don't know, right? Well, and that's, and there's the green light here too, in that whole situation, because I, I know people that have bought, like, I know somebody, I think I'm on their email list where they bought like a $10,000 coaching program that sucked, but that person must've been so good at selling it that they signed up again the next year. (laughs) Why did I just pay $20,000 for something I know that sucked? And it might've been more than that. So I always... A, I look at who my biz besties and people around me are going to, like Kate Doster, we know is email, Liz Wilcox's email. You know, we have those people that we know are good at those things. You know, Monica Frost is important take- to have a community too. Like right. people are always like saying, and I'm like, you first of all, if you're in the mastermind, you should definitely ask in the mastermind group. But if you guys can't afford to join the mastermind, still ask in the free Facebook group yeah. because I feel like my community is really good about that. I feel like they'll tell you like if something's good or not. And like, we're not, I don't really make money off of affiliates. Like we're not hustling it for affiliates over here. And like, we'll tell you. And, but if you guys don't have entrepreneurs around you, it is important that you start reaching out and connecting with people either in programs that you're in or joining programs or participating in things like this every week or in the Facebook group, just try to find people because it's really valuable. It will save you a ton of time when you go to invest, when you're like, I need help with copywriting. And everybody's like, you got to go to Kate, right? Or everybody's like, oh, like, I hate writing email. We're all going to be like, you got to go sign up for Liz's thing. And like, we can guide you to the people that are great, that do quality work at like a really good price versus you just trying to navigate through marketing world, which it's not, I heard somebody say, it's like, it's not the best person with the best quality course that wins it's the person with the best marketing right right and so you can see like if somebody do a great launch that you don't know what their program is like if you haven't been in it you have to like do your homework and talk to people that have been in there and ask them like reach out to people like post in the group like you can post in in here and be like hey like i'm watching so-and-so's launch i'm thinking about buying has anybody done the program like what kind of results did you get real results like actual business roi <laughs> investment that's back. a big one that's yeah, a big one in the bank account <laughs> that's actually one of the red flags for me because and, yeah. and one of the big red flags that i i look into now because i fell for all of them in the beginning was, we all do we all learn yeah. the hard way you get right? an education in bullshit detection no seriously <laughs> and, and, and i paid a lot of money into things that i did not need um or not necessarily that i didn't need but what i didn't need now Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, big, big piece of advice that I could give, especially if you're be- beginning. I know everyone has all these huge lofty goals. We all do. Right. We want to be six figure business women. Right. We want to do our thing. I'm going to get there, but I'm not going to do it tomorrow. So investing in this course for this thing that I'm not ready to do yet is not the best thing for me to do right now, you know? Um, and that's definitely one of the things that I highly recommend. We make a list of what do you need right now, today, that you will put in play tomorrow. Yeah. And those I literally have that written down. Yeah. Those are the ones you need to invest in. Um, yeah. That, yeah. that was the big one for me. 
that was one of my tips too when I was thinking about what questions to ask and like just thinking about this conversation and one of the things I wanted to say was like the debriefs we do in the mastermind so we do daily weekly monthly quarterly debriefs in the mastermind where you like look at your business and evaluate what's working and what's not working like where are your you're always just trying to find the leverage points for growth right and so I think a lot of times people do this backwards where they end up getting sucked into somebody's launch and then somebody's like podcasting is going to explode your business and like blah, 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 blah. But if you actually sat down and evaluated where their business was, it's like, they're actually getting leads. They're actually getting people finding them. They're actually have a great community and an active Facebook group. They suck at sales. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like, if they evaluate their business, the way we teach them and like, look at these parts, like what's working and what's not working. You want to look at the part that's not working and then go find someone that teaches and can help you with that versus just going into some, and getting sucked into somebody's marketing where they're like, this is what you should be doing. And this is what you need. And here's my big flashy, like everybody's making a bajillion dollars in my program and like all this. And then yeah. they're like, the next thing you know, you're like, why did I buy this course? Like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, I've never even wanted a podcast. Like, this isn't even anything I'm doing. I just spent, you know, however much, like, let's be honest, I've dropped like some stupid amounts of money on things like that. I'm not the only one. And you're like, I spent $1,200 on a course, like to do something that I don't even really know if I want to do. And so I think doing the evals and like not letting people's marketing dictate what you need, like you evaluate your business, you decide what the next step is for your business based on what's working and what's not working and trying to find those leverage points. And then it's like, okay, who's like the best at this? Who is really great at this? Like, that would be a great question to bring into the community, either here in the mastermind where you're like, okay, like, this is where I think I'm stuck. Like, I'm getting traffic on my sales page, but they're not buying once they're there. Do you guys know anybody that's really good at sales pages? Like, that is a much different place to invest from versus getting sucked into these weird marketing like launches all of a sudden you're like oh my god i need it Mm -hmm. (laughs) i must have it (laughs) fomo is a really big thing like i i'm telling the worst to suck me in every time and i've done just that but i really sit there and i look like i knew that the shopify thing was the next thing on my list but i also had to pick do i want to do a paid bundle well those aren't doing so well necessarily right now i mean there's a lot of them so you really have to sit there and think what is going to help you right now reach the goals that you have right now. Exactly. Yeah, later down the road, I might want to do something else. Like, But if you're not ready to tackle Pinterest yet, but you want to a year down the road, don't buy that Pinterest course yet. Buy what you need right now. This is what I needed to hear a year ago. <laughs> I know. So can we like teleport back to our ourselves? <laughs> I would love to hear your guys's red flag. So Heather, for you, when you were like, okay, the next, the next step for my business is like getting this store up and running. That's like the next place I want to invest. That's where we're going to focus like on the next 90 days on like getting this up and running and then like growing it. What were like red flags you're looking for when you're like going out to invest? Obviously you found a program you said you liked, right? But when you were looking around, what would be like red flags where you'd be like steer clear? (laughs) There's a lot. lot. Well, you know, one of the biggest things too was, again, I just happened to know this person and have taken some of her bigger courses before. So that helped. But if that person. That's a good tip. Take something lower cost. Like if you've never been in a things. Yeah, that's a good tip. But a red flag would be, does that, so is that person, do they have a successful Shopify store? This person has an amazing Shopify store you know, she's showing you numbers. And now I'm not saying because I have beginner products that I've put out that I don't have testimonials yet. We have that, but I'll put testimonials from my other courses if it's a brand new offer. So you can see if people, A, are getting results for people, like you said, you know, if they're not, if if you're looking for a Shopify course and they don't have a, you don't even, you can't find a Shopify store or, they just started their podcast a, like six months ago and they're already trying to teach people how to like do everything with your podcast. Like you just have to, have to really be careful that that person is well-known and has gotten results for themselves. And has a reputation, think. right? So look for someone yes. that has a reputation of teaching this, has been in the game a long time. The other thing I'll say about that is like online business is changing like 
all the time you really want someone that's like been around a minute right i think that's a really good tip and and like have they actually gotten the results that they're promising you um I think that is really important. I, I, when I'm hiring business coaches now, I really look at like, does this person have a business I would want to run? Like, do they have a business model I want? And what I ended up finding was a lot of the people at one point, not anymore, but at one point I was paying a lot of coaches and I was like looking at them like, oh my God, they're so successful. They're definitely going to be able to help me. But then when I kind of like got to know their businesses, I started realizing, wait a minute, like they make all their money selling $25,000, $50,000 masterminds. I don't want to be a high-end coach. So it's like, why am I paying someone who is an expert at being a high-end coach to help me scale my $100 a month membership, right? And what I started looking at was like, okay, I actually need people that understand volume, right? Because I have a, I have a volume-based business model. Like for me to make a million with a $100 a month offer requires a lot more sales than somebody selling a $50,000 a year mastermind. And it was like, oh, I need a mentor that understands volume, that understands the business model that I'm in. So like, not only have they gotten the result, but is the results they're getting like results you even want? Because it's like, I think it's a great skill set to be able to sell a $50,000 a year mastermind. Like, that's awesome. But it doesn't do me any good if I don't want to do that. <laughs> so that's a really good tip. What about you? Do you have any like red flags, like where you're just like, that's a no for me? <laughs> yeah. So for me, I think, so I'm more of like the business to consumer kind of, you know, that's my business. And one of the things that I like is to make sure that whoever it is that I am investing in is really, really in my niche, right? Yeah. That's a big red flag to me because it's it's very easy for you to fall for the marketing of someone who's good at marketing, but they don't know your business. They don't know your industry. They're not niched down like you are to really help you do specifically what you do. And if I don't see enough of that, I'm, I'm going to steer clear because you can tell me, yeah, I, I do all of this. And I'm like, but do you, do you do specifically what I need? No, then I'm going to move on. Um, and it, it happens a lot, particularly in the travel industry. When you have someone who's like, yeah, I can help travel, do this travel to where, do you know, there's a big world out there. <laughs> um, so where are you talking about? Who are your clients, right? Who are you talking to? Who is, who are your ideal clients? Because your ideal clients are probably not mine. So I'm not going to focus on any products or services or any coaching from someone who does not specifically understand my niche. And that's going to be very, very key for me moving on in the future. And that's interesting, the difference between B2B and B2C. I love that we've got both on here because what you're teaching or learning, like if it's SEO, anybody, any mm -hmm. niche can take SEO. So that's mm -hmm. another thing too, you just hit on It's the topic too. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're learning what you need for travel, it's going to be really niche specific. But if I'm teaching like something SEO content creation, that's a lot broader. So that's a good point. Love that. Yeah, just knowing like what you what kind of support you need and what kind of stuff you need. I think as you go on, like you need more and more specific support, which tends to get more expensive as you go on. But when you're just starting, you're like, I just need somebody to like, teach me how to make an Instagram reel. Right. But then as you go on, like really you get more clear about this is my business model. Like this is the price point I'm going to be at. This is the niche I'm going to be in. This is the target demographic. Mm -hmm. Your pool of like people that can help you like starts to get small. Like for me, it's like, okay, well we do multiple six figures with pretty much no high ticket right? With, with coaching, it's like, there's not that many people that really can help me that like specialize in that, that are further ahead than me that aren't charging like a bajillion dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the other thing I'll say too, is like, I think too, like, sometimes we get over investing in courses, I think a really good place for you guys to consider investing money is in really good tech, right? Like if you've been mm -hmm. bootstrapping your tech and you start making money, it might be time to like get you a Kajabi and like stop like hodgepodging everything together and putting things in like all of your content in Facebook groups. Maybe it's time to like graduate into like a portal, right? Or the other place I think that's great is like a VA. 
I'm always like, I'm always telling the mastermind, I'm like, you will be fucking mind blown at what like a good VA can do for you in like two hours a week. Right. Y'all think you need like a 40 hour a week VA and you don't like even for my business, which has a fucking bananas, like stupid amount of things going on all the time. Right. And a, it's a ton of work. Like we, I, I'm really proud of like the three of us, me, Rebecca and Kelsey do like an astronomical amount of work every week. Right. And we don't work that many hours. We just work with like a lot of focus and, but they don't work for me 40 hours a week. So I'm like, if, if me with everything I'm going on, have going on with all the events we're doing with hundreds, literally hundreds of clients that we're serving, like I can get away with having a VA 20 hours a week. Most of you only need like a little bit of help. It's just like, just get like some of that annoying stuff off of your plate. Like it leaks your energy when you're having to deal with customer service and updating your Facebook group. And like, these are things that are really easy to get a VA to do. And then it's like out of your brain. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's other things you guys can invest in too. People get on this like course buying treadmill of like, oh, I need to learn more. I need to learn more. Kind of like what you were talking about, Heather, where it's like the the overconsumption, feeding the overconsumption monster with like more and more programs. But it's like your business needs other investments. It needs infrastructure. It needs like often help. (laughs) Like people well, doing, and then in my stuff. in my case, I need customers. I need clients. I don't have a business. Yeah. I don't have clients, so I have to focus on that, right? I don't have time to to figure out a podcast. I I want to. I just don't have time right now. So I have to invest in what's going to get me clients now, right? And so that's that's key because if I don't have clients, then none of it matters. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's kind of like feeding the baby, right? It's like the most important thing for the business. I'm always like the only difference between businesses that make it and become profitable and support you for a long time and businesses that suck all your fucking time and money. Like we all have seen, I know people that have, we have a friend that has a brick and mortar business and God, it just like bleeds them dry. It just like Mm -hmm. sucks. Like everybody sees the glamorous entrepreneur stories. But there are online business owners and brick and mortar business owners and restaurant business owners. There are business owners that just get sucked dry. It will bleed you dry. It will take every fucking dollar you have out of your bank account and all of your time and energy. And I know no one wants to hear that, right? And we don't want to be in that reality. But the only difference is like the bottom line. So I think being very clear about like the most important thing is like, like I was saying, like we call it like keeping the baby fed in the mastermind, but it's like getting money in the door. Right. right. So that we can grow so that we can invest things. So you don't end up in like a money sucking pit. Right. right. That takes over your whole life. It's like, you have to prioritize like what you're saying. Like I need customers right now. Like I need, these are the things the baby needs to eat right now. Like right. The, you know, we're gonna <laughs> it fed and like keep it going. Right. And I think a lot of us, there's so many shiny objects in this space. And trust me, I, nobody understands that more than me. Cause I just have like raging ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to do all the things all the time, right? As my personality. And so right. it's like, I have to be very focused on like, no, like it has to bottom line is the most important thing. And like Faith's fun, cool new project of the week, it, like that might not happen for a long time sometimes. I, and I had to tell oh. myself that I don't, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this right now. What I need to do yeah. is nurture my clients. I need to get more clients. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to invest right now in getting more clients. Maybe that means I'm going to invest in some copywriters to create um, a new sales funnel for me or something like that. Or I'm going to invest in someone to do Facebook ads for me because as much as I've tried to learn for some reason, it just doesn't want to, it doesn't want to click in my head. And if you say the word pixel to me, I'm going to start going cross-eyed. So I'm going to hire someone to do that for me. And, but I know that that investment is going to bring me my clients. Yeah. I can, I can learn how to podcast later. <laughs> well, this That's is where good. your goals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's why it's really important to have, like I do one major quarterly goal. Like mm-hmm. I may have other things that I have to do, but like my membership was the first quarter. Getting more affiliates was my second you know, quarter. Third quarter is getting ready for fourth quarter and SEO and different things like that. So that's also how you decide what to focus on and what to invest in too. You know, that's Black true. Friday is coming up. A Shopify store is going to be perfect for Black Friday too. Right. So you kind of see with your goal, if you're not setting goals in your business, and I know Faith is awesome at teaching like goal setting, like 
hands down go to face goal setting stuff because that will help you like narrow down your focus. Yeah. And you want to be looking at that like ROI too. So this is another trick I'll give you guys like when I'm investing and that we, I teach my clients in the mastermind to do this too. It's like, you have to look at the price of the program and like, not only like, am I going to be able to get that money out, but is it going to be able to be leveraged? So an investment is like, so I think about like the investment, like I always compare it to like, I have this like, like high interest checking account. And I'm like, if I just took the money and stuck it in there, I would get like a 5% return on that money. <laughs> so I'm like, I need, I, it's not enough for me to just get the money back. It has to come back more. An investment right. is not just like you put the money in and you get it out. An investment is like you put money somewhere and then after a period of time, you're able to get it out multiplied. That's what an investment is, a good investment, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's why I started shifting gears to the retreat planning because I all of a sudden I realized, holy crap, my clients are not only investing in their business, but they're they're getting way super like deeper results long term from their clients that are doing these retreats with them because it's just changing the ballgame. And a lot of my clients didn't even realize that that was a thing, you know, and that's, and that's just so rewarding for me to be like, oh, guess what you can do, you know? Yeah. And get your investment. Not only will you get your investment back, it's going to pay you back over and over and over, over, and again, over again. every year when you run the retreat, right? Or right. Because you, so, you do or whatever. Exactly. So for example, I just had someone who come back. She had did a 10 person retreat. Um, it was social media managing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then what she did was when she came back, she said, hey, if you want more one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, I'll, I'll charge you X amount per month. And now she has, you know, 10 times whatever her monthly rate is coming in after her retreat. So that's just, yeah. and those people are going to want to come back for more. They're, they're going to want to come to the next one. And it's just, those are the kinds of things you need to look for. Yeah. And that's a quick, like, that's a great example because it's such a quick return, right? Where it's like they hire you, they buy your thing and they're able to get their money back. Like within a pretty, it sounds like a pretty short window of time most of the time. And it's not all the investments you guys are going to make are like that, right? Like, so if you're learning copywriting, it might take you a while to like actually practice it and do it and get better at it, and like implement it. And then it's like, oh, in a year you're like, oh, I'm actually like every time I send email, we make money now, right? And then you start getting that return on that investment back. So some investments like like Matt and I just bought a house, right? So we put the money in the house. It's sitting now in the house. I'm like, the money didn't go anywhere. It's just sitting in the house. Someday we'll pull that money out when the market goes up. It's going to sit in this house probably for the next five to 10 years, right? And so it's like, can we afford, can we afford to take that amount of money and leave it there, right? No matter what happens with the business or whatever, do we have the assets to support us if we take this chunk of money and leave it sitting in the house for the next 10 years? And we had to save money to be able to do that. And I think that's a good way of thinking about when you guys are thinking about investing in courses, you need to really keep your feet on the fire about like, you have to get that investment back that money. It's not like you, you, you do not just loan your business unlimited amounts of money, you guys, you owe yourself like you need to like, know how much you need to pay yourself back and be on the hook for that. Because what I'll see people do is like, you wouldn't borrow money from a family member just being like, I want to take a copywriting class. Maybe someday I'll pay you back. I don't know. No, exactly. I have no plan of doing it. But you mm -hmm. own your own business like that all the time. I see people do it all the time where they're like, I, it's, I don't know. It's like, one of the biggest things that I tell money. my clients all the time. Like, <laughs> how much is your time worth? How much are you worth? If you had to put pen to paper and give me a number, how much are you worth? Now double it because that's how much you're actually worth. Right. And, <laughs> and honestly, because, you, and you have to make sure that that money is there. Does, does the money cover your value, your time, your expertise? Right. And if it does, then it's worth the investment, you know? Yeah. That's a good way of calculating too. It's like, how much is my time worth? Um, the other thing we'll do, especially with my VAs is like, we, I track their hours. And like, so when we do events and stuff, I know how much money the launch and the event made, and I know how much I paid them. And so I know, like, did that event cost me money? Did it break even? Was it profitable? Right? I'm not just like paying them to do random shit in the business, right? I'm paying them to do tasks that make the business money. And I think that's an important thing to think about too. When you guys are think, talking about hiring, it's like, can I hire someone to do the email so I can take that time and do money generating activities and I end up paying, yeah, I end up paying them 
20 bucks an hour, 30 bucks an hour, whatever you're paying them. But I end up going and making a thousand dollars because I'm able to close a sale or I'm able to finish my launch things that then ends up bringing $20,000 in. Exactly. You want to be looking at that math and have a plan of like the money has to come from somewhere. Like just thinking you're going to buy a bunch of courses and that's somehow going to make money is like insanity. It's like there has to be a plan to get that money back out. And that's what I try to, when you guys are evaluating what to buy, it's like, is this actually going to bring cash into the business? And I like what you said too, about like, I'm focused on getting clients. That's my fastest way to cash. Right. And it's like, yeah, I could be doing funnels or I could be doing this or I could be doing that, or I could be doing podcasts or whatever, but my fastest way to money is clients. So I'm going to put all my time and energy in getting clients. And for a lot of you, it's like looking at your business and being like, what is our fastest path to money right now? And how do I go all in on that and make sure I'm leveraging that so I can get the cash I need to be able to invest in these things? Your business needs money. Exactly. And my mom said this ever since I was I was young. My mom says you can't spend money you don't have. Don't spend the money you don't have yet. Right. Right. Um, You can't. You can't. If you have it in your like physically. And I literally mean like go to the bank and put it in your hand. If you physically (laughs) have it, then you can spend it. If you don't, then you can't save it for next time. Yeah, don't. Yes, that's a good advice. And sometimes your focus is going to shift. I was opening my membership back up at the end of the month, but I didn't know this course was going to come open. It's going to be for Black Friday. We're getting a bunch of Black Friday stuff. So I had to sit there and be like, okay, which is probably going to bring me more money in the long run, which is going to be that Shopify store. Because when you are doing sales funnels, which is great on Black Friday, People have to go buy each of my courses separately. So there's little things that you have to look. So I had to shift my focus. I'm like, okay, right now it's more important to invest in that. That is my main project right now. I will bump that membership back a month or whatever. Am I going to die if I do that? No, because it's not a major revenue generator. I mean, there's like a huge difference between what a store is going to do and my membership, which is very low cost. So sometimes you'll have to shift those priorities too, depending on when the course you want, if you're looking for specialized courses, which is what we end up doing later on in our business, you might have to shift your focus depending on when that course opens. Yeah. I'd love to hear from you guys. I want to do like one more question, then we'll like wrap up and get you guys out of here on time. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to be here. Um, But I would love to hear from you guys. Like, what do you think is like your best value for money? Like when you're talking about, I would love to hear I would love to hear some, like, if you have any out of the box things, I have one that's like kind of like a, what you wouldn't normally think for business. Well, I'll just tell you, I, my favorite thing is like getting groceries delivered. I think it's the best investment. It saves me so much time. We live in an area that is very cute. If you guys follow my Instagram, it's like QAF here. It's also a fucking tourist town and traffic is a nightmare. So it's like very cute for walking. But when you're driving, it's like you're there's like a million tourists walking around and then there's like horse carriages and like all this shit that's like very quaint and cute. It is not like cute when you're trying to like go to the grocery store. And so I'm like, I don't have to like not have to deal with that during the week and like to just have people. Matt and I both work all the time to have like food. We spend our money on like food delivery and grocery delivery. Right. And you wouldn't think like, oh, that's a good business investment. But for us, it is because we're able to. We just renovated our bathroom downstairs, right? That's going to like put more value back in our house. We both work like he is an attorney and works with clients and I work with clients all day and we don't have to take time to go spend two hours to go to Publix. They'll just bring it to the house. It's really not that expensive either. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's such a good value for us for the money. I'd love to hear from you guys. Like what do you are things you pay for that you feel like, damn, that's just like such a good value to just pay someone else to do that or to learn that or whatever it is for your business. So, so in I business know. Or, or in life? <laughs> Anything. Well, What's a good value? Like okay. an investment you make that's just like a good value where you're like, that is worth like way more than what we pay for. <laughs> well, and that what you're talking about is outsourcing still. It is still outsourcing. So I do the grocery thing mm-hmm. and there for a while I was having somebody clean my house. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm so busy with my house looks like something blew up in it right now. I don't have time. It's like, Okay, do I want to focus on my business and growing it and still having a life or do I want to focus on dusting my end table? I just feel like like the grocery delivery. I do the same thing. I get groceries delivered. That's outsourcing. It's your I personal just life that's outsourcing. I feel like that's such a good value because it saves so much time and it's such an easy. It's been such a stress reliever. I, mean, I have three kids. I don't have time for that. 
I don't even have that excuse. I just have oh, one no, dog, no. and I'm like, I can't I, possibly. <laughs> I and and I and I want to grow my business. I don't have time to clean up after three kids. I don't. Oh, I no. believe you. You don't have to yeah. tell me. I'm like. <laughs> This is, this is my sanctuary. This is my only space. You know, I literally yeah. have it blocked off. Um, but yeah, no, that's I'm definitely. I'm barricaded in here. I am barricaded in here. It's but a lot that, that's one of the things I was going to say it was um, uh, a cleaning service because yeah. good Lord, um, I will find the money. I don't care what I have to do. I will find the money for a cleaning yeah. service for the rest of my life. Um, but in business, um, one of the things that I found to be extremely valuable was um like a CRM or some sort of, you know, customer relations, something that can house all of the information from your clients, from your customers. Um, and they have so many of them and they're, they're, they're so diverse. But if you invest in anything, I can't stress that enough because it's going to create so many um, different things for you that for time management, customer management, you know, contact information, whatever I, I can't stress that's enough. That that's something that I will not I will not skimp on. I will definitely invest in that forever. Yeah, I would say like my I feel like my best value definitely my VAs. I mean, I have I'm like I feel like they're like literally like my angels. They're like I feel like I would like die without them. They get so much. You don't want to share their names because you don't want anybody else to take them. People try to steal them from me all the time. They're like, people will message me. They'll be like, does Rebecca have any hours? Does Rebecca have any hours? And I'm like, I I do share them because they're not like full. My dream someday is to have like them be full-time employees with benefits, but we're not at that stage of life and business yet. You know what I mean? It's like I have contractor jobs. And so I do try to hook them up with like work. Um, but yeah, don't any of you steal them from me. Yeah. People people know when you have a good VA, people totally will try to poach them from you. Yeah. My VAs are worth it. The grocery store, I feel like is like the grocery delivery is like a huge value add for me. Um, I definitely have like a lot of education stuff I bought that I feel like is a good value. I still really do believe in like investing in education. I have a ton of certifications and courses and I always like, I want to be the best and I will pay money to work with the best. Like I still believe that. And I always just think too, your education is like, no one can ever take that from you. No, I say that all the time. Yeah. So I really do. Or your experiences, right? Your education or your experiences, you know, you could, you could lose the house go yeah. move into a very small apartment, you know, still make do, but I'll, I'll still always remember those experiences. And, um, you know, I'm never gonna, um, you, you can't take those away from me. Yeah. I totally feel, I feel you on that. Yeah. Experiences. Yeah. Education tools too. Like along with the CRM, like I use Trello to systemize my whole business. And that's the only reason that I am with chronic health issues and everything else. And like that I'm able to keep up is because I that's have insane. systemized my business and I'm organized. There's so much cool stuff now. I'm like, it's oh, yeah. And the automation fast. stuff. Like, so I cool. love that when I get tools, I make sure that my stuff integrates. So like I have Thrivecart for all my courses and my shopping cart and sales pages. You know, Shopify integrates with that. ConvertKit right. integrates with that. And right. you do a whole lot of automating that. If you had to do all the manual email stuff on your own, you would go insane. Yeah, definitely. I can't even imagine. We have all that <laughs> set up too on our, we, I'm just like straight Kajabi because I'm like not a tech person, but we just have everything hooked up where it's like, oh, when they buy, they get these emails. Yep. And when they go on this list, they get this. And it really does make it so easy. And then the first thing I do, I've been like super overwhelmed lately. I don't know if anybody else, I don't know if it's like the time of year or what, but all of a sudden I was just like, there is too much going on. I'm going to lose my shit. It's probably because we just moved. But I, the first thing I do when I feel like that, and I think we all feel like that sometimes, I just want to normalize that for everybody. uh, I think it's pretty much daily at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's normal (laughs) for humans. Like we get overwhelmed and there's, there is a lot going on, right. For most of us. And the first thing I do when I feel like that is I just go to Kelsey. I'm like, everything has to be in Asana. I'm like, nothing can be in Faith's brain anymore. It can't be Faith remembering to send even like stuff I know to do, like sending the weekly email or sending. I'm like, everything has to be in Asana. We have to get everything out of my brain into Asana. And we've been working at that, like just getting it all back in there. And it just makes me feel so much better. And then when I sign on, I just go through my list for the day and I sign off. And otherwise, I will sit in here all day doing who knows what could be like oh, yeah. a fucking number of things could oh, be no. what I'm supposed I to be doing could be something different. We oh, don't God, know. Yeah. 
I'm working all day, but I don't know when I'm getting done. It's like, what is happening? And so I, I agree with you, Heather. I think like having that infrastructure of like, oh, and that's I think is free. So that's a yeah, good I mean, you can use a free Trello account for Asana is free. I have seen people do yeah. amazing things in Asana and Trello for on the free. I mean, I have paid for the pro version because I have templates and stuff, but you would be amazed with just the free tools, mm -hmm. what you There's can do. So I much mean, value those? available to you guys online. And let me just say this too, before we wrap, I'll just say like, if you're in bootstrap season and you don't have a lot of money and you're like, that's great for you guys trying to figure out how to spend all your money. Like cool for you, I guess. Like we've all been there. I've been in bootstrap season with my business too. Like we know how it goes. Like you can get lean if you need to get lean and you guys have so much stuff available to you. Like you have like all of YouTube, all of the podcasts, all of, I just got Libby on my phone from the library. I, there's like free audiobooks. Free Libby is cray cray. It is. It literally is like audible for free. I was like, how did no one tell me about this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I was posting about it and everybody was like, oh yeah, I use it all the time. And I was like, rude. Nobody told me. <laughs> I was like, first of all, how dare you all of you with your free books and nobody told me. I've been buying them the whole time like a sucker. No, but there's so much stuff like we are in like a time of like abundant information and abundant even like tech tools like that you can get for free that is just like so amazing and I know it can be overwhelming to people but I would just really encourage you if you're starting from nothing and you're broke and you're trying to change your situation and you're trying to bootstrap out here there has like never been a better time like for you there's so many resources and so many people have done it so many success stories and people you can follow in their footsteps so so many tools so much information so i'll and say reach out if you don't know if you don't know what tools are out there then ask ask hey does anyone know what tool works for this and someone will know the answer you gotta have entrepreneur friends y'all you yeah. have to it'll save you so much time it's like the most valuable thing i know we're all like time and money are so valuable but like investing time in like building relationships and meeting people that have online businesses or are in your niche or doing something similar that understand what you're doing that you can like, I still like call up Coraline and I'll be like, like, oh, we're thinking about like moving to this platform because she's a huge tech geek, right? And she's like my biz bestie. And she'll be like, no, go on this one. Like, this is where you need to do. And this is how you set it up. And I'm like, great. And that, I mean, she's like my friend, right? It's not like I'm like, oh, investing so I can like get something out of her. Right. But that is a very valuable to have those relationships when you're an entrepreneur. It's like priceless to be able to call someone that understands this weird little world that we're in and can give you good advice. And right. so I would also say like, make sure you're investing time to like talk to people and meet people and help people out. Like if you want to, to have like real relationships with people online where they actually help you out, it's like you go first, like you help them first, like right. you be the one. And then You'll be surprised at like how great, how many people will want to be your friend. Everybody's going to want to be your biz bestie. So anyway, I'll stop talking. I want to let you guys get out of here, but I want you guys to tell everybody where we can stalk you for anybody that just turned in, <laughs> tuned in because we have like late where it's Faith Rhode Island. I feel like we're all just kind of like late little free spirits around here. <laughs> tell all the late people who you are, where we can stalk you, where should we go to, if we want to be obsessed with you and stalk you on the internet, where's like your favorite place to hang out on the internet right now. And then your free gifts that you guys have. And you guys are always asking for the free gifts on the live, but we've been putting them in the blog posts. And then we have been putting them with the podcast and emailing them out. So if you guys are listening to this later and you're like, I want her gift, that sounds awesome. You go to faithmarie.com, go to the blog, find the episode you were watching and all of the links for all of their stuff, all their free gifts and all of the past episodes. We're putting all of the links for you guys. So it's all there on faithbrian.com. All right, take it away. Who wants to go first? Okay. So I am Suli Montero. I am a romance travel specialist, but I am also delving into helping other business um, entrepreneurs host their own travel retreats so for their fun. businesses to grow their businesses. And well, so my mastermind retreat, girl, let me tell you. Um, so I have a freebie of a retreat planning calendar. So if you were ever thinking about putting a retreat together for your business, then it really just goes through the step-by-step -step what to do, you know, each month, um, in order to plan for something like that. Plus it also gives you, um, some tips into budgeting for something like that. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I think having a template like that is so helpful. We just did our first in person. It was small, but we just did our we rented a oh, house better. in the house. Yeah. And it was so awesome, right? But but we just like put it together and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, the team's like, what's the budget? And I'm like, oh. yeah, well, you definitely want to you might like, download the retreat planning calendar. Yeah. Um and I can be found at teachtraveldiscover.com. Um that's all my socials are all the same name to teach travel discover where's your favorite think- place to hang out are you on instagram or right now or i'm actually i'm i'm going to be focusing a lot on instagram very soon something uh, so you're going to see a very high presence of moi on instagram um te- at teach travel discover okay you guys all go stalk her on instagram get that retreat planner don't do well, what i did and just get make the up retreat planner stuff. we did <laughs> make a little bit of money off that retreat but i feel like that was just pure luck because I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like what they're like how much money can we spend on a house i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hopefully it will end up in the green. And I think we did, but just barely. It was like not a big, it was a big, it was awesome. I'm so glad we did it. And I loved it. It was like, honestly, my favorite thing we've ever done. Cause I've never got to coach people in person before. Yeah. So that's like, that's really, the number one thing. It was so meaningful to me. And like, to meet some of my longtime clients, it was like really like a dream come true, but it was a huge time suck <laughs> and we barely made any money. So I don't know that it was like the best business investment in the world. So, so don't now you like, hey, want to hire me. Yeah. I'll hire you. We'll do it it all way better. We'll go. Yeah, you just call me. Get the calendar for to start. Use the calendar to start, but then call me, and I'll help you put it all together. (laughs) Yeah, God, we probably really do need to look at the calendar, though. Seriously, and like look at when the next one is going to be. I feel like this year is going to be like. Oh, the year's already gone. Are you kidding? Oh, don't say that. You're making me like my heart's like racing. (laughs) Just thinking about that, I'm like, oh God. (laughs) All right, Heather. What about you? Where do we stalk you? Okay, I am Heather Ritchie. I am a certified content marketing strategist and SEO content writer. So content is my jam. I kind of make it less overwhelming for content creators. And then I also give business tips and kind of coach people on starting and growing um, successful online businesses. So my website is writerslifeforyou.com. And Instagram is where I usually hang out. So it's the same thing, writersliveforyou.com over at Instagram. And that's where you'll find me in stories and reels and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And if you guys are bloggers too, I know we still have like a lot yeah. of bloggers around. Y'all got to go to Heather. She's like the best. And she's oh, yeah. My freebie is because again, I literally, my job for the last 6.9 years has been writing SEO optimized content for other bloggers. You guys. Yeah, so I have a blog post checklist. It's actually like you can steal my workflow. It's literally my workflow and it tells you where to put your keywords, what to do before and after you post. Like it's I'm I'm proud of it because it's a it's a long one, but it's it will definitely oh, no, help I'll definitely be grabbing that one. Thank you. Yeah, and you'll definitely <laughs> you'll be able to check off, okay, I did this, did this. So it's a very structured. People don't always like that. They're like, I just want to be able to write whatever I want to write about. But honestly, it's kind of scientific. Mm-hmm. Really is. You, yeah you couldn't want to do that you can want to write about whatever you want to write about you but like find you. you want to rank in google like you know yeah, you, right. like, you gotta pick which one you want more which and people like me who are like severe type a structure is our yeah. best friend <laughs> so if you give me like a step-by-step guide i'm gonna follow it religiously <laughs> don't put it in <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm doing a free workshop tomorrow night. I hope you guys will come. I've been working my little butt off about Black Friday, and I have a whole bunch of really good strategies I want to teach you. And if you're thinking, I don't have enough people to sell to for Black Friday, or I don't have anything to sell, or I don't know when to sell, and I don't know when... I'm going to help you. We're going to figure it out. We're just going to do like a big planning party. So you guys have a plan. You want to make your plan now so that we know what you're selling on Black Friday. We know what you're doing and when, and we can go get you new customers. There's plenty of time right now for you to get customers for your Black Friday sale. So I'm going to teach all of that tomorrow. It's all new content. And we're opening the doors to the mastermind on Monday just for a few days. And so if you guys have been wanting, we haven't opened the monthly plan in a while because the last launch we did was yearly only. So I know people have been wanting to get in and get in at a lower price point. And this is like the best time to do it. You can do it. You'll get all of our Black Friday bonuses and help prepping your Black Friday sale. You'll get to do your Black Friday sale with the community. And I have a whole bunch of 
really exciting things we're doing in the mastermind that I'm going to tell you guys about tomorrow. I want to tell everybody now. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Heather knows because she used to be in the mastermind. I like leak secrets around all the time about stuff I'm not supposed to tell them. (laughs) I'm like, it's supposed to be like a surprise or a bonus for the launch. And I'll be like on different calls, just like you guys. (laughs) I like ruin my own surprise. Can't do it. I can't keep a secret. I'm like a really bad secret keeper. And I've been in the office working on it all week. So I'm like, you guys are going to freak out. (laughs) It's okay. It's it's tomorrow. So it's almost there. It's almost there. So you guys come to that tomorrow. I'd love to see you if you can make it. It's going to be free. The replay will be up Saturday and Sunday. So if you can't, you should come live because it's more fun that way. But for me, but if you can't come live, I'll forgive you and watch. Just make sure you watch the replay before we pull it down Sunday night. Um, and watch for the mastermind opening on Monday. Thank you guys so much for coming. Go grab all of their free stuff. And I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you.